Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. You know, one of my favorite features of my iPhone 12 is its wireless charging and its MagSafe magnetic back. I was looking for a mount for my card that could hold my phone and charge it at the same time. Luckily for me, my boys over at Carphone Zone hooked it up with a sleek magnetic mount charger. Imagine the look on my friend's faces when I pull out my sexy iPhone 12 and slap that bad boy onto the magnetic mount. And if that's not enough sauce, when they hear that sound and realize that it's also a charger, uh, they look at me like I'm a god. In fact, I love the attention so much, I headed on over to Carphone Zone myself and picked up a leather multifunctional car seat organizer. Now, whenever I pick up a girl for a date, she'll see how organized I am as soon as she hops in the whip. And she'll take a look at that magnetic mount with the fully juiced up iPhone 12. Uh, always ready to go. So go ahead and check out carphonezone.com for all your car and phone accessory needs. And Carphone Zone is hooking it up fat. Ricker and Bond listeners get a 15% discount when they use code PODCAST at checkout. That's PODCAST, all capital letters. 15% off store-wide. And you know they got that free shipping. Don't even play. CarphoneZone.com. Check them out now. What's going on, everybody? It's Monday, and it's time to start your week right with Ricker and Bon in the morning, evening, and afternoon, Bon Jen. That's right. So, everybody, make sure you turn up the volume to 11 so that your neighbor will be like, yo, you're listening to Ricker and Bon in it's there? It's Ricker and Bon. Let me in. <laughs> All right. You meet your neighbor. Everybody has a good time, dude. Ricker and Bon, enjoy. Enjoy. Michael. That was some instrumentation. But it's not Michael, it's Troop. Troop. Thanks, Troop, for coming into this stew. Never heard of said group. Neither have I until <laughs> now. 1989, bro? Very That's old. That's not true. That doesn't sound like a, a 1990. I can't These guys must have been 
coming off some heavy 80s. Oh, hey. 1988. No, that's just one record. True. They're going to be big. <laughs> Is a group from Pasadena, California. Did you know oh, that? Oh, Dirty <laughs> Dina, <laughs> bitch. No wonder, dude. Pasa Dangerous. I knew they were good. The moment 1987 I heard to present. They're coming out with some smooth soul in 1987. Oh, they're still dropping hits, too. Uh, they got studio albums. This your daily your daily upkeep on Troop the album. the The group hasn't dropped a studio album since 1998. Still, you know, 1988 to 1998, not bad. But they're dropping singles. A little a little time off from 1998 to 2013. But you know, sometimes you need a couple decades in between just to get that that voice right. You know. I their album record names are called Troop, 1988, Alt- Attitude, 1989, Deepa, 1992, A Little Something, Something, mm, S-U-M-P-I-N, Something. That's kind of been interesting in 1998. Mayday. Labels are Atlantic for the first three, Bust It, 1994, and Warrior for 1998. Wow. Consisting of Steve, Random, Russell, John, John John Harold and his 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 actual names with an H his nickname not with an H. It's cooler. Rodney Benford, Reggie Warren, and Alien Alan Alan McNeil. Alien's a cool name. <laughs> his, his name's not Alien. And L, if you guys didn't know, it's kind of just like an I, but the gap in between has been filled. Alien's like that guy from college that sold you weed. It's like really fucking weird. Everyone just calls him Alien. Very tall. Alien. Doesn't go to that university, but knows everybody going to that university that is a freshman. He's like 32. He's always trying to sell you rocks, but you're like, nah, I'm good. Not right now. (laughs) Not right now. Maybe next time, bro. Yeah. (laughs) He always wants you to sit down in his his apartment, but you're like, man, I mean, I can't say no because this is, I have to be polite to to my my local entrepreneur. And, you know, he's like, ah, you know. 45 minutes in you're like i gotta i gotta go buddy but uh i'll hit you next time right it's like oh you sure you don't want to stay i'm about to watch shrek 2 <laughs> i would stay for shrek 2 <laughs> no i'm not like, oh, okay at not least for half one. of it it's a great film have you seen the one meme clip i think it was uh, i saw it on tiktok where the person was going over the dvd opening to shrek it, it might have been shrek the first shrek one and in the, the pig's had something funny they were like yeah start the movie start the movie in a german accent and that's what he did every time a movie or tv show started <laughs> said oh start the movie start the that's not a good german accent <laughs> yeah start the movie that's, and he did that literally shrek is just the perfect film it's just you know perfect film. one of rosa park's favorite films rosa parks yeah she oh. loved shrek one is that true? She was yeah, alive, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. She was alive. That was the whole thing a couple months ago, but damn near a year. Damn, dude. Did she like, really enjoyed Shrek 2? I don't know if she enjoyed Shrek 2. I believe her timeline of existence on Earth went all the way up to the unveiling of Shrek 2. At least Shrek 1 is from what I remember. But I'm sure she loved it. Are we gonna take the long way Rick or Mon, everybody. It's a Monday episode. I'm Ricker, that's Bon. It's me. And We're here. right next to him is his door, Larry. My door, Larry. That's the one. 
So it's Rickard Barn, in-depth, free-flowing conversation about whatever's appropriate at the time. Thanks for listening. Everybody that's been listening for so long, almost mm. four years, so I believe, long. of Rickard and Bond, and aka also another name, if you were up on it. And if you are up on it, DM that previous name to the Ricker and Bond Instagram. Maybe you get a free t-shirt out of it. I don't know. Maybe just a shout out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, are we losing know. followers on Insta? Well, yes, yes. You you you, you saw a drawdown of a, a couple hundred, right? Yeah, what up with that? It's a little expected. You had a really big, really big uptick of a, of a six million viewed TikTok, right? Uh-huh. And out of that TikTok, you're, you're gonna you're gonna get if you get a lot up, you're gonna get some down, dude. Um, I wonder if a lot of them are fake and they're just being like deleted. Maybe. Um, I guess that's good. I don't know. But I, I kind of, ex- it's not, you know, it's a little bit expected when you see a big hip up, dude. You're going to get that that down to the mean, you know? Imagine my fucking distress and embarrassment when I say, yeah, girl, I have 14.3 followers and I pull out my phone to see 14.2. It used to be 0.4, bro. What the f- fuck? All markets are down, bro. All of everything them, what the <laughs> including, h it's the interest dude big what interest the f dude come interest on j pow j pow no j yellen no gotta study up on how interest rates affect the macro market i was right actually now, doing that last night yeah right now not super super up on it one thing that my, my boys over there i trade with doe they they like the macro economic look of of where to get in with certain things or to see if, if everything's falling down, look at other markets that aren't equities to see if it truly is falling down or if everybody stays the same. But yeah, apparently it, it's uh, something, something. Your boy Zip Trader had a pretty good explanation. Zip Trader, eh? Yeah. I don't know if he's my boy. He got pretty in depth. Isn't he like your pal, your best friend? No, I don't think I've ever watched a Zip Trader. Fucking uh, Crimson Chin over there. Crimson Chin. Wait, is he, he's not the... He's the kid in the suit that talks okay. really fast. Yeah. The white Shapiro of markets. Yeah. Of Wall Street bet. That looks like he just... If you were sitting across the table from him, you'd just be drenched in spit. <laughs> he has a little bit of a lisp. Yeah. No, I haven't, okay. I haven't watched him in a while, but he has God, a good... I hate uh, lisps. Okay. Sorry if you have a lisp. I just remember I would fucking lift with Marcus. Uh-huh. And, You'd be doing bench press and you'd just be spitting on me. <laughs> I was spotting him. It'd be so gross. I'd be like, I don't bro, need, I don't, come that, on, that's dude. not even, maybe it's a little contributed to a list, but I think he might just be a, a bench spitter, dude. Like, after every, out of everybody I ever spotted, no one spit on me like him, like ever. Like, you, got, you gotta spit in exhale, your mouth, dog. dude. You gotta exhale on it. It's also God, really, like, really, cruel, nose. <laughs> really cruel that the lisps, the word for the, you know, to, Put the action of what lisp means physically in your mind. The word for that is lisps, with a an SPS. Really hard for people to say, even without a lisp. Yeah, it's especially hard if you have a lisp, and I think that's why I was created to make them work for it. Mm. Lisp. Mm. Oh god, I'm, I'm a dick. What's up, everybody? It's Monday. Hope Happy you're Monday. having a great day. Don't know if the markets are up or not because it's Sunday, but they're probably down. Um whatever 
<laughs> Precisely. <laughs> learn away. learn to surf, dude. Could be it's super high if you zoom out. <laughs> either either keep it in for decades or learn to surf up and down, you know? Yeah. Fuck. If you're in there for a long time, this is a bunch of noise. If you're in here for a shorter time frame, you better you better learn how to ride that wave, baby. I begin to take the long way home. Ricker and Bond audiences, thanks for listening. This is indeed the last episode of Ricker and Bond. Uh, once the market goes down, we have to sell off to NBC. Uh, Peacock will be streamed on Peacock. It will be an algorithm that is made up of the treasure trove of words and sounds that our voice have made on Zoom for free, allegedly. So we're, we're over here just giving something away. Something is, is being filed into those Zoom folders, encrypted with something that they profit from. Straight to Mark's iPhone. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. He doesn't have an iPhone. He's an Android because he hates Apple. Um, what was I going to say? Remember last episode, we were touching on Fiverr. Yes. And I was like, huh, these kids' videos are cheap to make. Yes. Been doing some thinking, doing some business research some budgeting and i thought i came up with like a thousand dollar budget to make a fucking kids channel with a bunch of content complete with branding and seo and i looked at it and i thought wow this is a great idea on paper but i don't want to spend this kind of money right now so i went to work and i said hey guys I have this idea. Would you like to get in on it? And then I went to some other people, maybe two other people, four in total, and said, would you like to get in on it? Right? Mm -hmm. And they all said yes. I just got to put the details together a little further than I have now. And they, in return, I'm still figuring out the details of how much I want to give them, but I might keep like 40 they keep like 60 of the profits right amongst the them the four of them so anyway i'm gonna launch this fucking thing probably without a dime of my money tied up into it and as soon as i thought of that i realized oh that's what that guy rich that wrote rich dad poor dad was saying when he said poor people spend their own money I was like, okay, sure. well, so yeah. Expound a little bit. Well, if you have an idea and it's a good enough idea, you can raise capital for it mm-hmm. and sell equity or take a loan out. I don't really want to pay anyone back, so I'm going to say like, yo, whatever, this is the potential this has to make. I am not an SEO expert, so I'm going to hire one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I can edit videos, but I don't have the time to edit 200 kids videos. So mm-hmm. I'm going to outsource all of that. This is what we need to get to monetization. This is what we need. This is how many videos we're going to drop on the first day. This is our runway after the first day. If we drop a video every day. Um, yeah. And yeah, pretty much it. Hell so. yeah. Execute away. Yeah, so see if that works. I just got a. I'm just looking at a bunch of people on Fiverr right now. 
They all live in Pakistan and India. Which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. A lot they, of uh, remote work. They're really editing for fucking pennies over there. So it would seem, yeah. Wow. A little bit of a little bit of a currency difference there. Is that, is that what Steve meant when he said those jobs aren't coming back? Maybe. When did he say <laughs> that? So yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll see. Um my thing is I'm huge into reinvesting back into the channel because of course like my thing is I feel like these guys would be like, yo, I want to, as soon, as soon as a fucking profit is made, they'll be like, okay, I want to take my return. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like figure out what percentage I need to have to have enough of my capital pay for the life of the channel, you know? The churning of the engine. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. I've been looking at some indeed. equity calculators and stuff internet's a great place kind of confusing but yeah why is that because like so because <laughs> it's all it all has to do with like shares and stuff and like yo i don't have any shares of this you know it's just like percentages yeah so i'm trying to figure out how to do it like a normal um i mean you could do like a no like a oh, risk reward thing. Oh, this is fucking stupid. I could just be like, yo, uh, make it 10,000 shares. Each share is 10%. I mean, each hundred sh- each thousand shares is 10%. Award 40 or 4,000 shares to me. 6,000 shares to the other four people who are funding the project. And then let's say one person's like, yo, I want to pull all my money out. Okay, so then they sell a thousand shares or whatever back into the company. I guess that's an easy way to do it. Yeah, you're kind of just or making just a um, a unit of whatever 100% is possibly. I don't know. It's kind of a interesting problem to solve. Yeah. Kind of boil down that. just what a share is. So ownership of a project. Yeah. Might make sense. 60-40. Dong, dong, dong. Execute away. I'm on it. I'm trying. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, I don't know how, like... Because some of these kids' videos on YouTube hit, like, hundreds of millions of views. But yeah. I don't know if that's rare. I don't know if it's just a couple videos that are getting that and the rest are just chilling with 10 views. Yeah, you got to... Steve dot deep dive into that market research yeah um, so hopefully these seo people know what they're doing that is also kind of a risk you gotta take yeah i'm only looking at like the top rated people that and i've been looking at the because each seller has like tiers yeah of like and i've been looking at like the most expensive ones yeah to get like the best value i guess i think at a certain point with youtube seo is kind of a wash like it's i'm sure it's necessary a percentage of it but it really just matters if people are watching it 
yeah and percentage of that and once that kind of pulls you up towards the top then seo might be more of a big deal but like i don't know if you don't got a lot of people watching a big percentage of the video i don't know how much seo is gonna help and also you can't leave comments on youtube kids videos so i, don't yeah, I was gonna say like the them. kids the kids join is a little kind of different for youtube as well they got some stringent things i don't know if that is probably affected into seo as well but you know that that one thing that is with the the children videos on youtube is that a lot of people are just watching that on ipad so auto 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 yeah yeah that, so that data plan of 31 year olds yeah so that's a little project i'll probably be working on nice digitally gonna make it uh onto the ethereum network somehow i don't know how i can because uh i guess i do do i i guess i do own the videos i just toss them on oh bro guess who i've been talking to about nfts <laughs> marcus evan prime oh really or, Oh, nah, guy. Yeah, I was fucking drunk one night, and I was just like DM'd him. I was like, "Bro, get your art on those NFTs." Yeah. And he was like, "Already on it, bro." Yeah. And yeah. then he DM'd me again. He was like, "Uh, what do you, what do you, what have you learned about it?" And LOL, I just dude. sent him a bunch of shit. There's it. It does seem like there's uh, like I said, it's like it's main rolling into that mainstream where like you got if you got Gary V on it, like you can gauge something mainstreamness, especially with something that's like collectibles by where Gary V is at it. Gary V is like just learning about it. So you kind of got that, the mainstream of just one above of like early adopters kind of. So there's yeah. a lot of people that are like trying to figure, like learn stuff out. And if someone has read two days worth of articles and you kind of got the leg up, it's interesting. Yeah, it's fucking... Someone's going to have to, I, I think that's what that E 2.0 thing is, but that ecosystem's ready to get plowed by something else. But there's a lot of a lot of ETH packed into these apps on sites. Something yeah. gotta give. Something gotta give, dude. Need some fucking infrastructure. I think that like I said, that's what the two point is. God damn, ETH is down. Everything's oh. down. Everything is down, but it's okay. I haven't looked at crypto markets inside kind of put away the, the money I had aside to into it. And then if I don't have anything to put into it, I'm not going to watch it fall. I really wish I had something to put into this BTC. It's on yeah. sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is. Fuck. All right. Let's take a break. Okie dokie. Do grown <laughs> adult Pokemon fans make you cringe too? No, I just uh, uh, kind of the only one I know is <laughs> is, is uh, Logic and Zach. It's Z4 on on Twitch and things. I just keep on linking mans to like digital like collection I stuff. Some people that are like so into Pokemon. I'm like, dude, like you're like thirty. That's what the collectible stuff is, man. Just <laughs> stupid stuff that people are super into and have a big community. Something might have value later. I just it's neither here nor there. The random, uh, I was I was watching, I forget what video it was, but it was some kind of channel that I was talking about. It was like a, I watch uh, the Pat McAfee show, which is like a puncher, just like a sports show kind of. Um, 
and he was talking about like collectible stuff for a segment and some random card pokemon card that like you'd probably get as a 2000s kid uh like a, a charizard is worth hella right now and it was kind of just a random thing that most people got it's what it is man it's kind of weird to be buying pokemon cards right now i guess i don't know i'm not plugged in man i'm sure someone's be like yo it's actually quite the opportunity i'm like okay pretty brown kid hasn't eaten in three days but i got this pokemon card i bought for <laughs> eight grand yeah that's a little weird i'm, I'm sure i don't know are there are there dude <laughs> are there are there people that are buying into pokemon cards for a grand and not giving kids meals i don't know most likely i'm I sure there's a percentage not, out there there's got to be a percentage out there that are <coughs> underfeeding kids over buying pokemon cards mm-hmm. it's probably a sick website that tells you the market of pokemon cards right now Call zach pokemon market.com dude Pretty eyes. Did you know that song? Yeah, I've heard it. Was that also by Troop? I don't believe so. I believe in studio was Mint Condition. Breaking my heart. Parentheses. Pretty brown eyes. 1991. Uh, apparently, I'm thinking that R&B was before the 90s. Apparently, it was just all up into that 90s, dude. Six slow jams, associated performer, background vocalist, rhythm K, composer, Stokely, Ricky, Lawrence, dude, all the all the homies, man, Homer, Jeffrey, Carrie, the guys from back in the day. That's what it was about back then. That was that real shit. Just a bunch of people making orchestrated R&B slow jams. The slow jams, bro. That was the shit that you needed. Now everything's all rushed fast paced back then it was like yo girl let me get you warmed up and now it's like let me just shove it in <laughs> let me let's the fuck right now let me bend you over the fucking counter and shove my dick in your ass back then it was like yo let me get the candles ready let me massage your shoulders baby you know fucking you, you know that usher shit that ended with usher mm, there's a parallel to like societal social contracts in in media you can see that with that the music how it is right now future i noticed that once the weekend got popular mm-hmm. um well not pop but like when he was like when his raunchy shit was getting a little more mainstream other mm-hmm. r&b artists started getting more explicit specifically miguel when the year mm-hmm. the weekend kind of started getting big with that earned it era miguel mm-hmm. released this album and on the fucking cover he's like bending a girl over and like has his hand in her vagina and then the whole fucking album's just about how he's fucking her 50 shades of gray pivot yeah it's just like dog this ain't you bro you're making me uncomfortable this isn't your character miguel oh miguel yeah this is weird character some some oily hair miguel now abel's all mainstream i really wish his red jacket fit better i think it's a little oversized it might be part of the character. It's supposed to hug the hips, you know. We're talking about weekends still. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's fat. You think he's? It's he's the overweight? it's the the zany character, dude. I love that. Hunter S. Thompson about it. He's supposed to be. He's he's the character's rich, right? Because he's gambling. He's driving fast cars. He's yeah. rich and fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
that's get, a, ta- that get in- a tailor bro <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing you look for like lunaticy when you're uh, you're getting all weird with it wonderful narrative dude yeah. i hope there's a cool documentary about it later there is oh i mean there is about um the super bowl performance coming out that's cool more so of like character intertwined into album and the narrative throughout he announced a, a tour so. for next year yeah i saw that that's this seems to be on track what if he's like on another uh like in another album mode by then he's like uh i gotta be probably after hours now i mean you've had a bunch of time or usually you have uh you got an album you go tour for a bunch of time maybe you're you're making stuff in between but i don't know mainstream cats maybe probably not you probably want some some studio downtime after tours so but if you don't have a lot of tours in between because of a global pandemic then you might be making an album in that whole time in between so maybe you hit that tour you're perfecting the album mix master and you go into britain dude get that third wave of corona room and you hit it back to la bro said what i'm going to that show but i want to go somewhere cool i'm gonna go in like paris or something that'd be cool yeah that looks lame i'll go somewhere fun ever been to a concert overseas see music overseas saw some uh what's it called that one like spanish genre of music but it's like kind of older flamenco or something hmm Maybe not fully flamenco, but like you tap your foot and stuff and you get an old fat lady. Saw that joint. I went to a beach overseas. Pretty cool. Same. I didn't like it. Yeah? Too crowded. Rock, the sand was just rocks. And hmm. yes, yeah, it was just like crowded. Barcelona? Yes. It's a big old city big city great city love that city want to go back i have a friend he's from there but hanging out he's pretty chill (laughs) he's He's got that chill barcelona vibe got that chill barcelona vibe he loves talking politics oh yeah he's very he's very um he's very why is everyone in america socialist i come from a socialist country and shit you know how much doctors get paid there like seven dollars an hour like i don't get it why would anyone want to live there I'm just like, well, it's pretty. He's like, yeah, it's fucking beautiful, but like, politics are terrible. I was like, yeah. wow, that's crazy. And then another girl, he lives with a girl. She's French. And I'm like, yo, what's French like? She's like, oh, it's fucking small. I never want to go back there. It's just farmland. And Paris yeah. is just tourists. You know, like, yeah. I haven't, I, I'm never going to go back. I was like, damn. I mean, <laughs> France right now is working at a new restaurant and he just forages for good food to find to go into a restaurant a little bougie restaurant but I could I could see the uh, <laughs> from what I've seen of French people that are in America and Americans over in France that I could see a little distaste for it eventually you get a distaste for anything if you're there long enough grass is always greener somewhere else with time yeah, they're very like, uh, how do I explain it? The guy's, the guy is like, 
afraid of the neighborhood I live in. Partially because, got. Yeah. Because of like movies and shit. Sure. And I'm just like, okay, that makes sense. That's the way it used to be, but it's not necessarily like that as much anymore. Sure. It's kind of your American media you've seen. Yeah. That's very interesting. I guess it does come from some truth, but if you're uh if you're looking at American media and not living there, you don't really get the intricacies of it. Yeah, goddamn, what an experience it must be. To be from there and now just living they literally live in buttfuck Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. How long again? Uh, they've lived in well, the guy's lived in America, I think, for three or four years, but he lived in Riverside, and there's nothing out there. And he just How about L.A.? Uh, Riverside is in... No, how about how about L.A.? How long? Oh, L.A.? Uh, when did they move here? Like a month ago? Oh, yeah. That's freshky. Yeah. And it kind of sucks that they can't, like, go out and party or anything, but, I mean, there's other shit to do. Yeah. Get a, get a like, little one-year survey, see the uh, see the difference in demeanor. Yeah, and partying is definitely better over there anyway, so they're not really messing up. It's different. Like, fucking 2 a.m.? Like, that's when they start. Yeah, that Spanish timeline is very different. I need to go experience that before I become a responsible adult. Surprise, a nice idea. Yeah. I did that kind of. Got go. mugged in Spain once. I gotta go do that. Step one, don't go with neighbor Jeff. Because <laughs> he's just gonna be on the phone with his girlfriend the entire trip. How's he doing, dude? He's doing good. Hanging out with him is like a lot, though. It's just, sure. It's just like, dude, I don't want to debate 24-7. Can we just chill? does enjoy the back and forth, eh? Yeah, it's just like, bro, like, fuck, I feel like I'm in a lecture. That's a, I, I, it's always interesting. Because I never want to, even if I have, I usually keep my opinions leveraged to both sides to hear valid points. But uh never want to hop into a debate very eagerly. doesn't give me a lot of joy. I only do it if I hear something ridiculous. Like well, if, if they're ridiculous, talking I'm just to me about annoyed. it, then I just ignore it, dude. Like if somebody says, else. "Oh, barter is more is better than mo- money we use," like I'm always gonna be like, "Nah, it's that's why ridiculous." Do you think that? I would, yeah, I would ask them why, why do they think that, you know? Sure. And then all you gotta do is give them one example, and then they'd be like, "Oh, I guess that's right." probably some valid points all around man that's, that's the thing with it dude everybody else always has at least one good point that you can go into something else some people don't some people just don't some people I mean, some people have like in my opinion dumb opinions but they'll they're like willing to learn some people are just like oh the sky is green you're wrong shut up yeah like Dom was kind of like that low key really yeah like I, I sometimes we would talk sometimes. about things that I kn- like I knew like the back of my hand like mm-hmm. about his phone or something and then he'd be like nah my phone is different I'm like bro we have the same phone the exact same phone how is your phone different I see I see 
Oh, well. No, 25th. 25th Street. <laughs> it looks so much cleaner. Does it? The, the house is literally just vibrant, sparkling. Like a, it looks like they tore it down and built it up. That's very I interesting. To, I got to take a picture of it. It's just immaculate. Interesting. Everything, like, the, it's like, I got to take a picture of it. Okay. I wish I could see the backyard. I can kind of see it, but it looks nice from what I see. Oh, LA. LA, LA. Did you ever do um, real estate license stuff that you said you were going to do? Yeah, I actually I actually finished like 90% of it, but I didn't take the test because I like didn't have money at the time, but I can probably take it. Nice. Didn't finish it. I mean, I didn't finish the fucking last survey. But yeah, I pretty much used it more or less for education. That's good. Yeah, it was pretty easy. Right on, dude. I remember I had I was doing like a freelance thing, and then the lady is like a, she was running a kind of like a dropship thing, but not really. It's not dropship at all, but an Amazon site shipping off clothes and stuff. And she was like, "Yo, I'll pay you to uh, take this real estate quiz for me." Like, all right. And it's just like answers on the PDF, and you plug it into the quiz. Dude. She was a an immigrant from like some Slavic thing, Russia or something. Damn, dude, gotta take advantage of those people that don't know how computers work. They're dying off. Yeah. Or they're getting smart enough to do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. The uh, it's the the cycle's turning. Yeah. Trying to dive and see how people code smart contracts, dude. Solidity solidify I believe that shit's fucking Something nuts with it. I wonder how old it is I wonder uh, what's derived from well then the ethereum network started in 2014 no idea it's pretty new pretty new blockchain baby the album now available on everything remember on that uh, the split Donish video in the whiteboard on top left it says sell your ripple did it? yeah <laughs> wow sell XRP what it- people are apparently either like super bullish on XRP but from what I heard it was deaded I thought it was over too apparently everyone's like oh man blah 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 man those altcoins are just too much for me I don't fucking it's, it's a little bit of a whiplash everywhere yeah it's, it's kind of well it's the same shit with stocks you got to find the things that have some value solve the problem yeah but at least with stocks like you know that even if the company's bullshit you're investing in a company i could be invest i could be investing in a coin that literally says it does something but it does nothing it's like a million trillion billion supply fucking yeah. i'm throwing my money it's sometimes worth five cents but it's really worth negative three cents that's where the uh, lack of regulation comes in. Yeah, it's just like the casino. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. There's this fucking Twitter profile that looks just like the Robin Hood official one, but it's like a parody account. And Damn. it tweeted one morning, it said, Casino Open, all caps. And someone Damn. retweeted it. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> no fucking way Robin Hood tweeted that shit. 
casino I was, open. But I looked into it and it was fake. But I fucking, I was so surprised. <laughs> Robin Hood, man. Are those hearings done? Uh, I don't know. Those are some interesting hearings from what I saw. <laughs> it was <laughs> jokes, dude. Casino. It was just a random grab bag of some people not knowing something, other people knowing stuff. There's some subcommittee members that were like on it. Some were older and like didn't have a grasp on what Robin Hood was. Yeah. It's um, very, very interesting. That CEO of the, uh, of, uh, I think it was the, uh, the middleman. I forgot what the phrase is. Um, but he was interesting as well. He looked like a character out of Elf. <laughs> he looked. He looked like he was the grandpa in Elf. The guy. Oh, that guy. Melvin, in the clearing. The clearing company. Damn that fucking. He was in like a white room. He looked like he was in the in the future. That Reddit guy was just making jokes. Yeah, he was a little cringy. I wasn't really a fan of him. It was. It was like watching some kind of like weird dude. I saw. It was like watching a TV show. I was gonna say. I saw something on TikTok that was like a, a narrative, like YouTube series, and it was a it was like fictional, but it was people in like a Zoom chat, and it was like a story of kind of funny Zoom meeting workplace vibes. Interesting. It really seemed fruitful as a very popular channel, but it was a nice little attempt at some new media in a probably dying age of whatever Zoom media is. Dude, these these Zoom calls. You Zoom calling? These Zoom calls on the news are funny. Because, mm. like, we just pivoted so hard to expensive sets to... Hello, yeah, yeah, live yeah. from my bedroom. I, dude, with all that happening, the going places just seems absurd. <laughs> dude, you know yeah. what I mean? A little bit. Like, especially as, like, companies are trying to figure out whether like yo are we gonna have people back in this very expensive commercial real estate property that we rent or do we not do that as someone who is like employed by someone it's like i really don't want to drive to a random place to do some busy work it's such a waste of time you know coinbase when they filed for their ipo you have to put mm -hmm. your headquarters and they put 100 percent remote mm -hmm. so they That's don't have headquarters that IPO was interesting, man. It's not IPO'd yet, but... Yeah. Coinbase right. on the markets, bro. Third trimester? Third trimester. Ooh, didn't record Zoom, but that's okay. That's okay. Not really, but enjoy the third trimester. Really wanted to get to the part where drums come in, but it's taking a little bit too long, Andre. Taking a little bit too long. I choose you. 
UGK Outcast. I think it's Outcast. Or is it just Andre? UGK Underground Kings featuring Outcast live in Zoom Studio. Ricker and Bond, episode 264, perhaps? Thanks for listening. Subscribe if you haven't. Five star on iTunes. And tell a friend to tell a friend about it. Put tell it in your AirPods. Put it on your home speaker. Amazon, <laughs> Google, Facebook, where it tracks you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Speaking of podcast, I saw a video promptly titled, appropriately titled, I guess, How Joe Button Fucked His Co Co Stars. Oh, uh, how'd he do it? Apparently, he. Um, so he did that fucking Spotify deal. Apparently it wasn't good and he was shitting on Spotify, right? And then he made the Joe Budden network and I don't know much about it, but according to this video, it's not doing too well. <laughs> and, um, n then he, now he signed a deal with like Patreon, mm -hmm. which he was hyping up, which is kind of like some stupid ass shit where like you have to pay $25 or something to get Joe Budden content. Mm -hmm. And the video was showing a clip of him, like, talking about it, hyping it up. But his co-stars are just, like, one of them just seems, like, not, he's, like, congratulating him, but he, like, doesn't give a shit. And the other guy, I don't know who it is, but the black guy, he just isn't, he just looks pissed. He just looks, like, silent. So I don't this, know if he was, like, cut out of the deal. Or, this or, like, is kind of how he looks like. But, like, he lit, like, Joe's, like, going on for, like, 15 minutes. The guy doesn't say a word. Doesn't say a word. <laughs> that's kind of the, that's kind of how they look. But the fucking yeah i don't know i guess i guess they're not getting as paid as much as they were with spotify and the only person that had the real problem with spotify was joe so he fucking burned that bridge tried to do the joe button network it went nowhere because the other shows they're producing are flopping also because of coronavirus there isn't as much celebrity news so like the show's not really doing as well as it was Mm -hmm. And so he's signing another deal, which isn't going to go anywhere because no one wants to pay $25 for Joe Budden content because fucking even Joe Rogan is having problems getting people to switch to Spotify, which is free, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of Joe Rogan thing is kind of interesting. Hmm? The Joe Rogan thing is kind of interesting. I know I stopped watching frequently a lot of Joe Rogan clips like in the past. Yeah, it's not really. Uh, kind of fell off for me a little bit. I think even yeah, before I, the I don't really want to watch videos on Spotify. I don't know what it is. YouTube is the YouTube thing was very. Uh, I think I just didn't want to watch a bunch of podcast podcast clips, but having them on YouTube is quite beneficial. Low key, I think it may have been smarter for him to take less money and be like, "Let me keep my episodes on YouTube." Yeah, but it's not an exclusive deal. But like, I'll put my. Oh, well, actually, that wouldn't make any sense because like, it shits on everything anyway, you know. You just kind of got blown but out. But also a bit. having video on Spotify. But also, let me keep my stuff on YouTube. Your audio. You just break up. Are you frozen? Mm. Sweet. Also but also videos. keep his videos on YouTube. You? Also his videos what? Uh, because I get like... YouTube 
Spotify. I don't know what does better, is audio or is videos, but it's audio because his videos, fucking videos are everywhere. Views, you know, and that was like, and that's the main discoverability of Joe Rogan was fucking YouTube clips. And you just literally just like cut that off. Yeah, they were always a lot of views. Very true, very true. Yeah. It's probably more fruitful. Yeah, and he's not I'm sure like he's shitting done. on Spotify publicly. Probably more fruitful like somehow Joe did. on the contract. That wasn't a smart Spotify. move for him because at the end of the day, Joe was the one that signed I'm the contract. pretty sure probably knew that. Like everything that happened to him was probably in the contract. His lawyer or whatever probably. His ego was probably too big. He's like, I don't need no lawyer. Yeah. I'll sign this. I'm Joe Budden. Pop the champagne. And so I was like, yo, Joe, you know, you're fucking signing your life away, buddy. Nah, bro, Spotify, I'm fucking, I'm the Steve Jobs of podcasts. Perhaps. Yeah, actually. You need to draw that parallel from yeah, music industry and, uh, to Spotify things. <laughs> Still got that company and overarching that. stuff. <laughs> I was talking about it. He was funny. He's like, Joe Budden's making all these podcasts for women when literally 99% of his audience is men. So he should be like literally catering to them instead of trying to do this whole new thing about like making literally two podcasts where all the hosts are 45 year old black women. Like that's the shit my mom would listen to. Yeah. Oh, it's not I, all men, but I it's... I would kind of like, assume there's some, it's most some more men. women in the audience as well. I don't think it's very really? drastically all men, but I see that point. It's like fucking locker room talk. I don't know. It might not be, actually. Like, that's not really appealing. That I don't think that's appealing a, to girls. Quite a big one percentage. I'm not sure. That it is. Yeah, those two shows were very... Those two shows were very interesting yeah. how they popped off. He, I don't know. So I haven't seen anything from him. Good effort, though. Gotta try it. Gotta have that drastic execution for it, or else nobody else will. Could be do something later in the future. Probably what he's betting for. The Patreon thing doesn't look like a very good move publicly. Yeah. So grasping for something, but you gotta grasp for something oh when you... Oh, my God, Joe. Burn another bridges to something that has a higher footing in the world. Yeah, I just listened to. I listened to podcasts on the show. Joe dude. Kind of did stop watching a lot of podcasts. We study billionaires is a good one. Let's talk. Let's let's commute, dude. Let's commute, really. Let's commute. Less podcasts. What that is? You can see that. W I I. Oh. Uh, actually, 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 billionaires no, making a, a, a pun on we we sports we a sports B. we games the, the, the big B club. What are they saying? Trace Comas. They watch millionaires and what they triple move. comma club. Ever seen Silicon sure, Valley? Sure. What are they? They uh, study yeah. their moves. Nah, they just like fucking. Excuse they just me? talk to billionaires and they talk uh, about their uh, stories uh, and the books they've read. And where uh, they see their uh, industries going funny. in the future and how other things are impacting their industry and you know it's pretty pretty interesting stuff 
Yeah. Well, the first one I listened to was Kathy, and she pretty much just says what she always did. But then I was like, talking to this yeah. other guy. Was one that I don't know what he did. I forgot what he did like for certain, but he was like an expert on inflation, and he was talking about like how what everything's why everything's going on right now. Um, how he doesn't expect hyperinflation hyperinflation in the short term, but definitely in the long term where it's noticeable. Um, and he's just he's just saying like yeah, everybody should like really be prepared because uh, this is gonna be a a weird time. Mm-hmm. But he was like like out of all there's like he's like there's three scenarios. There's a scenario where the government doesn't do anything, and like everyone continues sure. to fucking suffer. Sure, That's sure, probably sure. the worst scenario. And there's another scenario where the government helps, and then we like pay the price later, but at least the economy's good. And then the third scenario was, uh, fucking what was it? It was something absurd. Like, you continue to pump money Mm -hmm. to the common economy, and we keep doing it, but we also ignore inflation, and we keep interest rates, um, we keep them low, so that people continue to fucking lend, but Mm -hmm. that's probably gonna fuck everyone over, so, even though... J-Pow, the guy says interest rates are going to stay low in the long term. They're definitely going to raise. Yeah, to curb that inflation. Flash. Yeah. Interesting. Got to get a grasp on that to make some plays on it. Macroeconomics, folks. Dude, you know who... Uh, Jay Weave? Popped up into my Instagram. <laughs> Which is interesting because he might have actually Vibes. listened to podcasts, if nothing else. Was uh, Weaver. <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was watching some posts on his Instagram. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what a the guy. one. Vibes. I was uh, into that silver. <laughs> uh, I saw some... Fucking some fun post of his. He's funny. Some silver it was interesting. I've probably known him. They have known him longer than Sean Loki. Medals, man. Yeah. Quite a character. Him, besides my sisters. Oh wow. Do you have the the one person? Yeah, I saw your sister has a new Insta. Morning. Popped up in the in the might. You might know this person. Nice, nice. Yeah. What was it like? Yeah. Get get healthy. (laughs) LOL. Yeah, she's trying the uh, health health Instagram thing. Now she's ranking the dough. Just steal a bunch of other people's content and then post it as your own. (laughs) Stuff as well. I don't know. Not like you, though. It's, uh, definitely not. Not at all. Talking money, need a hearing aid? Oh, me? No. No, you can't. You can't reach me if you had a... Kathy had would. I bet she's Warren Buffett in your back pocket, dude. Plus, Kathy... Oh, women smell really good for some reason. Run my race, dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like, damn, girl. But she smells old. 
that kind of like pungent potpourri fuck i wonder what that's like they just all get in that club and they smell like a mature woman one cent that's a little stale 65 65 years old just like getting in that (laughs) i don't know it's gonna be weird when i cross that road i thought you meant getting old (laughs) i'll give it a try i was referring to being what's her name aunt may from spider-man is i would marry her marissa tomai she's like 50 she's so fine you think yourself at that age dude yeah yeah her that's the one she's old dude she's like 48 or something but the one in the new one dude she's younger yeah she's not 50 i'm looking her up she is 56 when the one like when when he he has a fat asian friend five five she's so fucking hot what's her name tell me you You wouldn't get in that shit she probably drinks a lot of water that is pretty old jesus yeah dude like come on like jesus christ that's actually like low-key ridiculous i would break those hips bro (laughs) makeup yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> like for a white woman too like how she the looks, fuck who's yeah, she married yeah. to well 56 I guess you got you cross that 60 threshold and it might be looking different I don't know Brooklyn New York eh partners ooh dude look, look I don't think style. she has a that's partner a, I, can, I can see the four year holy shit she had a partner that is 12 years younger than her Logan Marshall Green. Definitely. Oh, dude. 2008. In the, in the photo that Google's given, that's that's definitely a divorce. <laughs> that's that's not a... It's uh, not the best looking dude. Kind of looks weird. Yeah. It's a Google photo. He has a bump on his head. And new, you want a bump on your head? No way, dude. Could be a tumor. Bro. What is my path to 65? Bump heads, as they call them. Well, by then, I'm probably going to have like 14 dude. kids with four what's different your, What's women, your path to 65? And they're all just going to fucking just use me for my money. Yes. They don't really love me. And they're not going to know each other. <laughs> I can't control that portion. I can't get these. <laughs> I'm just kidding. When I was 65, I don't know. I can't see that far. Hopefully doesn't I'm sound like chilling. a very good plan, dude. Hopefully my dick still works. I don't know what the state of he, society will be like. I just know that it's kind of what we you got planned for a little bit to the computer, and there will be the haves and the have-nots. And hopefully I'm part of the haves. Everybody now that is sitting around wasting their time complaining mm-hmm. about the system or the inequality or whatever or how things just aren't as good as they used to be are missing this entirely huge opportunity that's right in front of them that could literally propel them into the tax bracket they aspire to be in if they just shut the fuck up and be humble and learn and ask questions and be like okay this industry is changing how can I be a part of it you know like I don't know. People are like, oh, easy example is 
oh, uh, TikTok's ruining mm-hmm. the music industry. Uh, no, it's not. It's just changing. You know, you can be a part of it too, no matter what age you are. Like, fucking figure it out. It's arguably way easier mm-hmm. to get famous now. Wait, yeah, like that fucking girl went from True. zero to a number one billboard hit in a week. Like zero friction, a lot more competition maybe, but like a lot less friction. A lot less friction. Yeah, that's well, that's kind of a, a thing where uh, you know you get a lot of more people that can get on that wave of of whatever kind of portion of the United States and more yeah. so global. Another good example landscape is the black kind of get a lot more people there's, there's, that can enter. Let's say there's uh, three. There's three kinds of digital. I'm gonna divide black people uh, into three groups. Here, there's. There's black people that are like, yo, we got to get this bread. We got to fucking, we got to propel ourselves. All right, Biden. We got to make this money ourselves, right? Like, like those kind of people. Like, let's not wait around for anyone. Let's just do it. Like, we got this. We've done so much already. Let's fucking do it. And let's give back to the community. Then there's people that sit around and say, I'm never going to get to where I want to be because of all these obstacles. And yeah, there may be obstacles, but people are still succeeding, so... And there's people that just, like, don't care. You know? Um, and the people that acknowledge all the obstacles, putting all that energy into acknowledging the obstacles. You know? Yeah, like... Well, not even solving the obstacles, just, like, complaining about them. Yeah, the first group solving are solving the obstacles. Like I love, I love it when. Uh, I'm, I'm saying <sighs> in the first group. I don't know. I like I, sometimes I see like black people go back and forth on Twitter, and they're just so they're just so different, but they they go, come from the same place, you know. But they they're just different ways of thinking. Some people are like. It's a, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's impossible to do well in this country. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. No, it's not. This is why. Yes, it is. This is why. It's like. That sector's yeah. And <laughs> the sect like I, the sector that loves debating stuff. I don't know. There's there's a part of my brain that says debate equals nothing unless unless you want to be like well this is what i've been doing and this is how it could help you it's usually it's if you don't want to do say that, that because that's the person okay that's, that's not even debating that's just the one showing the typing. what an individual has done and how the last word applied to another individual because it's just like yeah it's just like sure Internet debate, that's dumb, bro. Even live debate, bro. Just be quiet, do your work. And if you can help people, be loud. But if not, put your head down and try to get ahead, I guess. Yeah, education's free If you now. get above people all this stuff, then you can... That have no business getting rich. in some way, monetarily or knowledge-based you know, to people, people you want to help. People smarter than you or I 
or they just they they just work harder or smarter. You know, it's about working smart. Hard work is important, but you gotta work smart. The worst is the worst thing to do. Did stuff. That's the worst thing to do. Worst thing to do is nothing. Trying to get this this kids channel stuff together. What you looking at? How you gonna do some more research on NFTs? What you trying to learn? Um, what's expensive? They're very expensive. These parcels are expensive, man. I don't know if this is like a these crypto voxel pieces of land bubble. Who knows? Yeah. Could come crashing down in a year. Bubble. Right Good now, I, I'm not uh, really in a position to make any sure. trades or sell anything. Good job on the YouTube uh, just execution. Just kind of watching Global Star. Any trades you're looking at? It's uh, a lot of good news is coming out, but entire market's pulling down, so. Yeah, feel it. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just kind of just sitting on it. That's cool. Entire, fucking entire portfolio is down, like, two grand this week. Pretty, uh, pretty bad, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be more disciplined on that stuff. I gotta remind myself that like every month there's gonna be a big correction. And instead of being locked in into like a smaller view of it, I gotta kinda look yeah. at that. Yeah, you gotta have some entry. cash on the side for like. Right now, I'm just like kinda this. when I get some income. Like, I have no cash. Put it in no matter what. Deals. Not really looking for better entries. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well. Because I also haven't really been, like, saving, saving. I've just kind of been putting a big portion into markets, which is okay, but I kind of have to be a little more vigilant with percentages. Lucky. This fucking rent. Uh, this fucking rent. I hope I get this. are pretty low right now. So kind of just been pumping it in. I know. I was about to say, <laughs> I should probably like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Rick and Bond, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to, rate that five stars, subscribe, go email a friend about it, go send a letter to a friend giving the online web address that you've written in mechanical pencil on loose leaf paper to them deliver yes. that through usps or whatever and local also, system you have in your country don't forget to uh, give, give that to them on paper some bitcoin and they, they type it in that's it. how you tell people about the podcast and also the most efficient way don't forget to start your day on your knees praying to god amen okay idea have uh, i've been killing with the squats lately yeah legs twice a week legs will get sure. you right 
Do some planks. Do some squats. Uh, make sure you stretch because that's super important. Okay, everybody. We'll see you yeah. on Wednesday. Bye. Sure. Thanks for listening.